0: You know, your dog's great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was most likely a wolf. And back then, wolves ate other animals, uh, you know, and uh, and people, too, that didn't run fast enough. (laughs) Both of which were chock-full of all the nutrients that wolf needed to live a happy and healthy life. Well, your dog hasn't been eating other animals or you, hopefully— So it's not getting all the things that God intended him to have or her. I hate to be a sexist and just think all dogs are boys, but they're all boys compared to cats. Anyway, uh, free bag of Rough Greens right now so your dog doesn't have to chase down other animals. Cats not included. Uh, all you do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. I put it on Uno's f- uh, food, President Miles, Stu's dog, Pat's dog. Um, we we love it in our homes because our dogs are happy and they're more active. They're healthier. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. Get the first trial bag for free just to make sure your dog loves it and then just watch the changes in your dog over the months. 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, There are many things that are happening in today's world that you did not vote for. You didn't vote to get off of gas and coal and everything else by shutting everything down financially, uh, by crippling the market. It's not Putin. This is something you didn't vote for. But through ESG and the administration, you're now paying... What, five bucks a gallon for gas? More in some some places? Congratulations. But there is something that anybody who voted for Joe Biden uh, knew, and now they dismissed it, but now it is coming. Here's what he said he would do in 2019.
1: To, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're gonna come for my guns. Bingo,
2: you're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period.
0: Well, he is making that dream come true. It's insanity. What's going on in Congress this week? We begin there in 60 seconds. By the way, also, uh, Bill Barr is on with us. He's gonna talk about uh, Johnny Depp. No, he's not gonna talk to us about Johnny Depp. He's, uh, he's gonna talk to us about the Durham trial that came out uh, this week. Uh, also, uh, I want to talk to him a little bit about the gun laws and what are, what are the odds of this actually going through? Tuttle Twins books. One of the greatest things you're still allowed to do in this country is start your own business. Uh, you know, not, not available in all states. I mean, Hawaii, Alaska, I think you can. Uh, but uh, definitely maybe not Hawaii. Start your own business. The government is not making it easy, but you have a right to do it. And one of the best things we can teach our kids is how to start their own business, how to think like an entrepreneur, how not to think like everyone else that is being trained like a robot in colleges. There's a book from the Tuttle Twins that I want you to have. I've talked to them, they're, they're shipping it out for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. It is called the Tuttle Twins and their amazing show business. It is a great way to teach your kids or your grandkids the fundamentals of the American way. You and your kids need to read this book. Have it for the summer. It's Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. Get it for free. Just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com Okay, so uh, let me just go through a few of the clips uh, before we get to the president's speech. Um, Let's play cut three here. This is a... um, Uh, This is a um, a Democrat in Congress. I'm sorry, it's cut five. Uh, David, is it Cicilline from Rhode Island? Listen to this.
2: I don't think there is a single incident, and and maybe there's one, but I've not found one, of an assailant
0: using an assault weapon that was stopped by a person with a gun. Uh, So this is a... Stop, stop, stop. Uh, Never been stopped. All of them stop with a person with a gun.
1: Every single one of them.
0: Every single one. No, but what, what are they doing?
1: Jiu-jitsu? <laughs>
0: They're coming <laughs> well, out. Well, there was that
1: slingshot one. They yeah, stopped that, that one. That shooting with yeah, a slingshot. remember that, that one? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Goliath yeah. came out with his AR. Yeah, the question is only... Do you want the people with the gun to be there before the shooting starts or after it begins? That is the only question here.
0: Uh, By the way, um, this congressman should know. Now, he's looked. He's looked very hard. And you have to go way, way back to last Saturday (laughs) to find a guy who walked into a party with 40 people. He had an assault rifle. He wounds two police officers and takes them out of commission, and a woman reaches into her purse, pulls out her pistol, and shoots the guy. There's one. Now, that was really hard to find uh, because, well, uh, you know, a Democratic congressman wouldn't be reading the news from any source that would actually cover that. That just happened Saturday one woman, private citizen, handgun, saved 40 people. So, uh, Andy, uh, here is, um, here's the, uh, the congressman, the great uh, congressman, again, from Rhode Island, who said this. So spare me the bull**** about constitutional rights. Will the gentleman not be? No, I will not yield, and I'm not going to yield for my
1: entire five minutes, so don't ask again. Oh, oh, the whoa. passion, the totally oh, authentic and genuine passion yes. from these people. is just yes. incredible. Well, let me show you some
0: more uh, just, I mean, unbelievable uh, passion. It's so passionate that he had to read it. Here is uh, Representative Jones on Guns Cut 14.
3: Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough.
1: Mm. Enough. Enough. See, I'm mad. That's why you I'm reading this. You will not this. stop
3: us from advancing the Protecting Our to Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us.
0: Okay, this uh, this is amazing. This is amazing. We will do whatever we have to do to take out guns, these guns, from circulation in our community, mm-hmm. so get rid of the guns. It's not a purchase ban.
1: No, it's removing no. them from r- circulation r- in rem- the community. Removing
0: them, and they will do anything. If there is a constitutional limit, we disregard it. If you try to stop us legitimately through the votes in Congress or the Senate, we will override it, and we'll abolish the filibuster.
1: You left out the part on the script where he bangs his fist on the oh, table. Yeah. There, yeah, it-
0: fist table. I mean, I'm sorry. And uh, if the Supreme Court says it's unconstitutional to do that, we'll wipe them out. Wow. The ends justify the means. It's not just for radicals anymore. It's for everyone. Because seemingly everyone in the Democratic Party is a radical. So, what did the very very astute, together, wide-awake president say in his speech last night. Well, he came out into the East Wing and he walked down the red carpet that was all lined with candles. Now, I don't know if behind the flag, his lovely wife Jill was taking a bath, surrounded by the candles and rose petals in the water could be but it was a very beautiful and appealing um, image there with the president by candlelight to talk to us about guns and here he is cut ten
2: for god's sake how much more carnage are we willing to accept Ugh, i hate that how many more innocent american lives
0: Okay, hang on. Taken. Can we add can we answer that? I say uh
1: I'd say 150. 100, I was gonna say one hundred fifty three. So we're in the same ballpark. Okay. Okay. That's that's right. totally by the way, that's entirely the standard here of this debate. Yes, which it is. is we are just waiting for the exact amount of bodies Correct. until we adopt all of their policies. Right. And what is it going to take
0: for us to intellectually abandon the principle?
1: of the constitution what's it going to take right it's not that we disagree or think you could solve it other ways or think that the constitution's important it's that we haven't seen a high enough stack of yeah. bodies yet and we don't really care minds.
0: as long as they're killing children republicans don't care yeah
1: we won't care about that we, we won't, won't react care to you so know, here's the thing uh glenn every time that you hear them say we need to do something mm-hmm. translate that to we need to do exactly what we want right it's what if we we have passed tons of laws since sandy hook no, yet no. they always say no. there have been we have done nothing since sandy hook because we haven't done the thing they want us to do federal-based legislation that takes people's guns away because we haven't done that they say we haven't done anything well we've done tons of things states have passed laws all over the country both on the pro-gun control side of this argument and the pro-second amendment side when it comes to things like you know. Uh, making schools more safe as far as uh security and stuff all that stuff has been passed all over the country we've done tons of stuff since these actions have, have gone on we just why haven't are you done avoiding... the thing they
0: want us to why do why are you avoiding the question just give me the number
1: dear god enough is a fist to table oh enough is a exclamation point enough
0: okay Give me the number. Is it 153? Is that your 153! 153. Thank That's you. the number from Stu. Remember, mine is 150. Once we see another 150, then I'm going to abandon all of my principles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next cut, please. Here's what he wants to do.
2: Allows a gun sale to go through after three business days, even if the background check has not been completed.
0: Stop. Stop. Why is that? Why does a background check, even if it's not completed after three days, why do they abandon that and give you your license? Why is that? That seems crazy, right? No. No, it doesn't. When you understand why, a federal background check should take about 20 minutes. When Clinton was in office... It strangely took days. Days and days and days and days. Sometimes weeks to get it done. When Obama was in office, what happened? Oh my gosh, the the computers were all just jammed in Washington. They had outages and it would take so long we're trying we're trying super hard but we've got dial-up modems here and we just can't do that background check and
1: i thought that was a little suspicious though when you saw the way that they launched obamacare and the website Uh maybe it was maybe uh, maybe they just were that bad at the computer well no because when bush was in office
0: you could get it in 20 minutes Mm. when trump was in office you could get it in 20 minutes so what is this law that says three days and if you don't finish the background check they get the license that is to ensure that the federal government doesn't do what like states like uh, new york does drag it out for months make it impossible that's why that's there that's there to keep the federal government honest It doesn't take more than 20 minutes. Okay. Next, please.
2: For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. Okay. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. What? It's about vil- not about vilifying gun o- gun owners.
1: Gun owners. yeah. In
2: fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave.
1: Oh, what about okay. responsible gun owners? I
2: respect the culture and the tradition. <laughs> don't walk while The you concerns can. of lawful gun owners.
0: Okay, stop, stop. Don't, no, don't you don't swallow your. Gun. No, you don't. <laughs> lawful gun owners aren't killing people. Lawful gun owners are saving people's lives. I don't get the same respect. You you think you're treating me and my friends who own guns and are completely responsible? You think you're treating me with respect by telling me things like, you know, they just let these people, they get them without even a background check. You think... You're treating us with respect by saying, you know, these guns blow holes into people and you can't even recognize them. The DNA. Oh, you got to use DNA to to be able to identify the bodies because AR-15s, which is now every semi-automatic weapon, uh, they just they blow the faces. Off. People explode. And so you need to have a DNA test done to identify the children wow have we gotten that quick with dna testing because the victims you know as soon as the parents are notified and that usually takes well shorter than it takes democratic states to count the votes on election day
1: People have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. And they say it with exclamation points next to it to try to make it sound like they do. They are morons. They're morons. Uh, Most of them are morons.
0: There are those like Joe Biden that knows exactly what he's doing. There are those who are running the Democratic Party right now that know exact. They know what the truth is. But they will tell you. That when we banned assault weapons, when we banned them, well, I'll tell you, we saw the murder rate go down, no, we didn't, no, we didn't. Every study, including the studies from the federal government show no difference was made, none. you know, in Chicago, they have uh rounded up i think uh what is it four thousand weapons. Here in the last year or two, how many of them are legally owned? I'd like to know. Why doesn't it just says the number of weapons that have been used and confiscated because of shootings and everything else? Why don't they tell us were those legal or illegal guns? Because that's where if those are legal, responsible gun owners... If they're all members of the NRA and they've gone through all the NRA testing, well, then I'm wrong. Hmm. But you're treating me, Joe, as, as if I'm the one with the illegal gun that is shooting kids and innocent people in Chicago or a school.
1: We're going through all this stuff for the special tonight on Studios America to debunk all the Really, really good special tonight. You need to see it. All the gun myths. And uh, one of the studies that came across was uh, they looked at uh, criminals, people who were arrested and were in prison and gun related offenses. What they found is about two percent of them had gone through retail sources. Hmm? About two percent of the criminals had re- re- got they oh, got their guns so they through went, retail sales. They went to a gu- they went to a, a gun show. <laughs> no, that's that. <laughs> I bought a gun at a gun show. It was seemed pretty retail to me. Huh? Yeah. So I thought that was it. Oh, no. it must be. They got it from the grandfather. No, yeah, no, not a lot of no. borrowing from grandpa going on really? in the criminal huh. world these days. Hmm. It's almost as if they don't care about your background checks. Huh. Wow, it's weird. But oh, you know what? Keep the border open because right. you can get your drug. Ban all these weapons and pass all these new laws, but keep the Mexican American border wide open and see what happens. With yeah, because the
0: g- g- drug cartel—they're not involved in drug smuggling. No. They're not involved in human smuggling, and they're certainly—they stay away from firearms. Mm. Okay, especially those illegal ones our sponsor is rough greens uh terry writes uh my dogs have uh my two dogs have been on rough greens now for four months i no longer have to give tilly an allergy pill that she previously needed and i stopped a probiotic that they were using because rough greens already has it tilly uh her fur is far less greasy she smells better tucker who wasn't eating much at all now has a great appetite. Uh, last night Uno came up to me, and he's a German Shepherd, and now he is, you know, in the heat. <laughs> and I tell you, last summer, oof, whoa. This summer, I mean, are we? Did we teach Uno how to brush his teeth? His breath wasn't so bad, and I swear to you, I don't know, but I think that's rough greens because he ain't. I haven't seen a toothbrush around roughgreens.com slash beck roughgreens.com slash beck you get your first bag free just to make sure your dog likes it you just pay for shipping and then if your dog likes it as much as uno and you know president miles i want you to order the next bag and watch the difference in your dog it's roughgreens r-u-f-f-greens.com slash beck roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833-GLEN33 10 seconds station id Could I play one more, please? Uh, Cut 12. Cut 12.
2: We should repeal the liability shield that often protects gun manufacturers from being sued for the death and destruction caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. Imagine. Imagine if the tobacco industry had been
1: immune from... I imagine.
0: Full-fledged duct tape alert. Your head may explode. Duct tape alert. All I'm asking is you have some duct tape, you wrap it around your head, wrap it around tight. It's not going to stop your head from exploding. Every time he says this, but at least you'll have all of the pieces of your skull. So when you go into ER, they can go, oof, you listen to Biden talk about the immunity and the gun, gun, gun manufacturers, right? Yeah, and my head exploded, but I got all the pieces. Don't worry, we can stitch you back up. Oh my gosh. You know who had, they don't have immunity. The drug manufacturers do. You got a problem with your COVID vaccine? Don't worry. The government said you can't sue them. So please don't start with immunity. God, these people are so evil, just lying. One of the most dangerous phrases in the English language is: it'll never happen to me. <laughs> They'll never get that legislation through. And that's second only to hold my beer, right? Um, if you have anything to steal, anything, and maybe especially your identity, I guarantee you. It's gonna, there's somebody out there that wants to take it, wants it right now, might be working for yours in particular. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect our lives, and it's not just somebody hacking in. It's also, have you ever received a thing? My wife just uh, uh, got an email from, she thought PayPal. And they said, you got to update your password. So she just clicks on the link. She puts in her password, gives her all the, you know, gives them all the information. She hits send and then she realizes, oh, crap, that's not PayPal. First thing, she didn't call PayPal. She called LifeLock. They're on it. Join now, save 25% on your first year with promo code Beck at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com,
1: promo code Beck. Stu debunks Gun Myths. The special is tonight. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Bidenflation for 20 bucks off.
0: Uh, Last week, I had an opportunity to sit down with um, William Barr, Bill Barr, the former attorney general. He is the author of, I I think, (laughs) I think one of the best titled books of all time, One Damn Thing After Another, because that's the way I think everybody feels. Um, He is, uh, this is a number one New York Times bestseller. It's a great book, gives you lots of insight. And uh, as I said to bill when we left the soundstage uh from recording the podcast last week thank you for not you know um waiting on something like you know i knew the constitution was on fire and we were all gonna die but i didn't say anything because i had a book deal that was coming out in a couple of years and so i saved it for the book um (laughs) william bar bill bar welcome how are you sir
4: Thanks, Glenn. Uh, I'm doing well. I uh, really enjoyed our last discussion.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, So, Bill, there's a couple of things. Uh, First of all, our country is going absolutely insane. Um, Could could we play the—I want to talk to you about the Durham thing, but can we just play the clip from the congressman uh, that I played? Let me look for it real quick, uh, where he said— uh, where was the one where he said, um, where he, he was talking about, we don't care, we, we, you won't stop us. Can you play this? Listen to this.
3: Enough oh. of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Mm-hmm. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the house next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, We will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities.
0: Stop. We're not talking about common sense gun legislation. They're now talking about taking um, ARs, semi-automatics, out of circulation in the community. And they will not stop for any constitutional reason. Do we are we living in a banana republic?
4: Uh, We're approaching that. But, you know, this highlights, I think, uh, the, the, the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party, where they talk about the threat to democracy. You and I know that the founders well understood as, a, as it, were, it was expressed in Federalist Paper 10, that the threat to democracy, they felt, was a momentary bare majority mm-hmm. steamrolling over a minority. And that's why they built in these checks and balances. So a momentary majority cannot uh, steamroll a minority. And what they're basically saying is, uh, we, we have a bare majority and we're going to steamroll you. And, we're, and, and if the Constitution gets in our way, Ah, uh, we're going to pack the court and 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 do an end run around the Constitution. Well, so it goes back to this basic thing we discussed: is that whatever their ends, they feel justify any means.
0: I I, I tell you, you know, we're seeing it with guns, we're seeing it with Roe, we're seeing it with energy, education, well, where the the administrative state is now making all the rules, i.e., laws. Because Congress has abandoned their responsibility. Um, Are you disturbed by any of this? Is there any way to stop this bill legally? Well,
4: through, uh, you know, I I think this Supreme Court majority we have uh, could roll back on the administrative state. As you just said, the basic problem we have is Congress is not doing its job. It's, It's essentially, you know, holding hearings and making statements and stuff like that. Uh, and, and, you know, like it operates like a peanut gallery, but, uh, it, it, it doesn't actually address any of the problems. They have the legislative power and they don't use it. Um, and, uh, the other thing is they use the legislative process to make statements. So I expect the Democrats are going to come in with sort of an, you know, everything but the kitchen sink gun control legislation that's meant as a political statement and is not really
0: designed to make incremental progress. Yeah. Toward common sense goals. Right. Um, Bill, let let me switch to um, uh, Durham. We spoke about it last week before the verdict came in. um, And I've heard you speak about it um, this week. But a lot of people were. uh, You know, as we we spoke, given up hope on anyone ever paying for a crime. I, I don't think you know what's what Durham is pursuing, but. Does this end this? Does the, do the revelations that came out? Does that help him for the future? what, what should we take yeah, from so that? Think,
4: well, I think there's a you know there's a there there are two different goals here. I think one goal is to get to the truth, lay the facts bare, and and to some extent achieve accountability by the reaction of the American people by getting the truth out of what happened. The other goal, obviously, would be to punish people to the extent you can achieve convictions. Uh, that latter goal is, is more difficult because of the way the system operates, the high standard of proof. You need admissible evidence. And, uh, you know, D.C. juries are not the most favorable forum for these cases by a long stretch. And I think everyone recognized that that didn't inhibit uh, Durham. uh because uh, uh, the fact that he knew there would be a, t- a tough jury, because I think the rule in the department is that you bring a case if you think you can prove to an unbiased jury yeah, which... uh, the case. And so I think he felt he had the duty to bring this case. He knew that it was a difficult jury, but but I think the and, and I'm disappointed uh, in the outcome, but I am actually happy that he brought the case because i think it actually achieved a lot of progress on the issue of getting at the truth he shed a lot of light and and demonstrated the central role played by hillary clinton's campaign and also the very troubling behavior of the fbi leadership that that duped its own agents about the source of this information and that's a lot of progress and i think there's going to be more progress on this front with danchenko And ultimately, I think he's going to write a very illuminating report about how all this went down. Now, if I can just say, you know, one of the things that's always frustrated me about the frustration of of Trump's allies, and I include myself in that on this issue, uh, is this idea that uh, just because we think we know what happened, it should be easy to throw people in jail. And this case sort of illustrates that in this sense. We knew or thought we knew that Hillary Clinton in July had had given the green light on on, on this thing, on, on the idea of, of uh, putting out a story to tie Trump to Putin. But the reason we knew that is because the CIA gave a report saying that they had some indications of this. And then immediately one says, Oh, well, we'll throw them in jail. That's not admissible evidence. Correct. And you could never have built a case on that. The hard work had to be done to actually get evidence of uh, not hearsay, but direct evidence that that happened. And through a lot of hard work by people who were trying to bring people to justice, they were able to tell that story with direct evidence as to the role of the campaign. And that's the kind of hard work that's required to actually present a case in court. And to achieve a to achieve a conviction, but I think the public has been conditioned that just because you know there's information out there in the ether that suggests something that that should be enough, and it's not enough.
0: No, it's a, we uh, talked about this in the podcast. I yeah. I think we're both for um, a an open and honest hearing of all of the evidence on the 2022 campaign, but you can't yeah. do that. During the the time in a in a five week period, you, you right. it, the the clock is ticking constitutionally, but it absolutely yes. should be done. We should decide and hear all of the evidence. I just don't know who could possibly present it to us that both sides would listen to and trust anymore. Uh, about the election.
4: Yeah. Or about the Russell case.
0: Yeah. The yeah. election. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah, I mean, I, I think that's true. I think we're at a point where where you know, there is no authoritative entity that hasn't, you know, that that can command, you know, everyone's uh, assent. But I as I said to you, you know, I, I am all for exploring all the potential theories about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
0: and we should. If it's true, we, we need can. to fix it. And it doesn't matter if it could change the election or not. If it's one vote. We should fix the problem that caused that vote to be counted. If it's a you know a million votes, it to me it makes no difference. I want to know what happened, and there's no reason in today's technological age that we can't have secure elections. But I don't think either party is actually serious about that.
4: Well, you know, I, I do think the Republican Party generally has has. Uh, supported measures that assure integrity Uh, and you know I actually think that post hoc after the fact reviews uh, audits uh, investigations are good because then during an election people know that this their actions are going to be scrutinized later so you know, all right. and, and I also believe that even if someone you know committed fraud, one person committed voting fraud in California, that will not have a an effect on the election. But nonetheless, if they committed a criminal act, they should be prosecuted for it.
0: Um, Bill, thank you so much. May I um, yeah. may I send you some information? I did a show this week on uh, uh, what's happening in the administration with um, really what appears to be. Uh, preparing for a climate emergency. And I, I would love your opinion on it to see, you know, what you're, you know, taking a fresh set of eyes and looking at it in somebody who's been in the government and knows the law and knows how it works, what it would mean to declare a climate emergency. Could I send you some information? Have you just look at it? Please. Okay, yeah, great. Please do. Please do. Thank yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. You're you're welcome. Uh, That's uh, Bill Barr, former attorney general, uh, the number one book uh, in the nation, actually with the New York Times, too. Boy, they don't let that happen all the time. One Damn Thing After Another. One Damn Thing After Another by Bill Barr. Even if you disagree with him, you need to hear what his answers are, because he answers all of the uh, things that have been brought up over the years. uh, And you need to read his his answers or listen to the podcast from last week, by the way, tomorrow's podcast already available for blaze TV subscribers is Mike Lee on court packing. You don't want to miss that episode. It airs tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. All right. I know I look like the, you know, the average guy that, you know, is watching football, watching basketball, you know, uh, in the summer months, you know, Turning off the soccer for baseball. That's me. You know it. And people say to me all the time, you're a grease monkey, Glenn. I mean, I think I could just, you know, just pour out a box of parts and you could assemble an engine. Sure. Absolutely. But I just don't have time. That's why I have professionals do it when my car breaks down, which really kind of hacks me off and costs a lot of money, especially today. God forbid we have a chip go down in a car Um, for about 100 bucks a month. I have my cars covered that are out of warranty with CarShield. My trucks, I want to drive them and drive them and drive them and drive them until either my seat falls through the floor because of rust or the doors fall off and I can no longer get, you know, some sort of plastic to tape over the window or the door. That's how long I want to drive those trucks. But I'm not going to if I have to pay for expensive repairs. I don't have to worry about it. Get coverage like I have with CarShield. CarShield.com slash back. Carshield.com slash back. No matter what the mechanic charges, no matter how much the rates increase on the parts. You won't have a rate increase because you're covered with CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck. Save 10%. Call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. CarShield.com slash Beck.
4: The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot? Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Uh, I just, I just want to play a, a congressman from Tennessee who just brought up some things about, you know, guns that I didn't know. Listen. Assault
1: weapons are made to kill. Did you know that? <gasps> the picture that Miss Jackson Lee had up here of those 19 children, mm-hmm. the last time you'll be able or anybody would be able to recognize some of them. Because when they're hit with an assault weapon, they cannot be identified. They are obliterated. Huh? Stop! Did you know that?
0: You, if you're hit by an AR, you're obliterated. He goes on. And they need DNA to identify them. Whoa! Need DNA test to identify them. They put holes in their bodies so. Whoa! Large. Hang on, just a second. They put holes in your body? Guns do? Holy cow, I'm learning a lot here.
1: That, there's no way they could survive.
0: No way. They are weapons of war and weapons of death and weapons of We've destruction of that what? we should not permit out here. Amen. Amen. When you've got a gun that will obliterate people, the, the only thing left is like a little spot on the carpet that you have to have some scientist come in and mm. and run through
1: a DNA machine. Could it be more transparent and gruesome? I mean, I, again, like... The, this is horrible. Trying to take advantage of this situation just shows you who every one but of it's these not, Democrats are. It's They're awful, people. It's
0: awful. It's also the fact... You know, it's one thing about using death. It's another then to lie about it. Right. That you you're you're obliterated, that these kids couldn't be recognized, that's an out and out lie. It it's, uh, there is no shame. There is no shame. This is what happens to a society when you don't know what the definition of is is. When lies about something that small just don't matter. This is the end result. Bill O'Reilly, next. This is the Glenn Back Program.
1: Stu, you talk to Jeffy about Sweat Block? This is huge. I've been harassing Jeffy for a while. I'll be like, we got to get you on. You got to try Sweat Block because Jeffy's known for his flop sweat. It's mean it's the it's his distinguishing characteristic yeah. around here. It's the best thing about him. Yeah, the best thing about him is that he constantly sweats. Now you'd think that's a negative characteristic. You're Not right, but ge- all of his other characteristics yeah. are more negative. Yeah, and Jeff and um, Jeffy, that's the that's the best thing. That's the best do. thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, you gotta try sweat block. He's like, dude, I already do use it. It works great. Stop bothering me. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't I mean he doesn't like me, much. I, want I don't understand test. why I want I've been so test. nice to him throughout I want his a, entire life.
0: I want to test. I would like to have him tested on his face and his head because he sweats a lot on his head too
1: oh yeah Yeah. oh gosh but sweat
0: block is it is really amazing i i can't wait to go to the ranch this summer i'm gonna be you know outside as usual doing things outside Mm. Ugh. i don't know no it's not me but use sweat block i i use it uh here in dallas uh i use the actual the wipes the deodorant stick is great but the wipes You wipe them once under your arms before you go to bed one night, and for six or seven days, you don't have to wear deodorant at all. It's amazing. Sweatblock.com. And welcome to the Glenbeck Program. It's Friday, so I can't wait to hear the answer to my first question with Bill O'Reilly. What is the biggest story of the week? Because I, I don't even know. There are so many of them. They're all game-changing. Bill will give us his biggest story of the week in 60 seconds. When you think about your kid's future, do you spend a lot of time worrying It's a character flaw in me, I guess, but I do. Uh, I want my kids to be able to go out into the world. Um, You know, they don't have to be successful. They have to be happy. And I think part of that is being successful enough to put food on the table and to be able to have um, what uh, in delicate society is screw you money so you you don't feel a slave to some place that is making you do things that you just don't want to do. I'm trying my best to give the kids the necessary tools, but there is a tool out there now that is fantastic, the Tuttle Twins books. They have a book out there they're making free, the Tuttle Twins and their Spectacular Showbiz. You're gonna get a copy for free, you just pay for shipping. This will teach your kid about being an entrepreneur, about living your dreams, about what it takes to start a business. Even if they don't wanna start a business, they will understand how business works and that's critical just for living in a capitalist society. Right now, you ask your kids, how do businesses work? Can they even tell you? Let alone, if they do tell you, is it going to be accurate or distorted? Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. Get it free right now. Just pay for shipping at tuttletwinsbeck.com. Tuttle Twins Beck. Com. It's Friday, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Biggest story of the week, sir. Uh, Joe Biden trying to save his administration
5: by using the gun issue. That's the biggest story of the week. So yesterday, uh, the president gets out there, and he, he gave it away right away. So he says that if legislatures fail to act, voters should use their outrage to turn it into a central issue in November's midterm elections. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you've got a catastrophe on the economic front. Everybody is suffering who is in a working class category. Um, And he admitted also in a different soundbite, hey, I I can't do anything about (laughs) inflation or rising gas prices. I I don't know. I, I
0: can't. I'm sorry. He said that. That's unbelievable. He said that. He can actually, he's probably the only guy, him and the Fed, that can actually do something about it.
5: Right. But at least he was honest because he himself does not understand what you just said. (laughs) Well, no, I, you know, see, I,
0: I won't give you a pass on this one because he knows, he knows that. Through ESG and the banks choking off the money to the big oil companies, him with leases, et cetera, et cetera, um, the push is for this all-new green economy. They are yeah. intentionally driving the price of oil up. He knows, he knows generally that gas is
5: bad and green energy is good, <laughs> but he doesn't know what he did ignited inflation. He doesn't. And, and I'm not giving him a pass, back. I'm telling you the man's incapacitated. All right? That's what I'm telling you. So now his advisors say, hey, look, we got a little Battle of the Bulge scenario here. Battle of the Bulge, World War II. Nazis were defeated. They made one more push, and they caused some damage. And then they were uh, defeated uh, at Bastogne in, in uh, northern Belgium. So... Uh, This is the battle of the bulge for the Democrats for midterm elections. Let's take the kids who were killed in Texas, the Evaldi kids, and make that a campaign issue by putting forth legislation that we know is not going to be passed in the Senate. They're not going to ban guns in the Senate. Not going to do it. Um, And then we can use that to tell people that the Republicans are irresponsible and dangerous and vote for Democrats. That's what this is all about. Beck, you know that.
0: I do, but I also think it is um, a setup for uh, getting rid of the filibuster, packing the court. Yeah, uh, I yeah, mean, but
3: all
5: of that's down the road. Here, we only have five more months until the Democratic Party is absolutely destroyed. Okay, in the so so
0: let me ask you this, Bill. Yes, and and I'm I'm not suggesting anything. I have my own theories, but I, I would like your answer on this. You know that when you have a dangerous animal cornered and they've got nothing to lose, that's when you're in the most danger. The, this dangerous Marxist animal has been cornered. People are onto them. They're, all of their lies are being exposed. Their policies are being exposed for what they yeah. are. Um, yeah. And they know they're gonna lose in a big way. What do those Marxist animals that are trapped in a corner, are they just going to just take it?
5: No, that's why they're, they're trying to centralize the issue of violence and put it on the Republican Party. So that's, that's their last gasp. But the Republicans aren't smart enough to counter. So you can't just say no to millions of independent voters, you've got to say, no, but here's what we're going to do to make it harder for children to be murdered in school.
0: Well, but the, but the real common sense thing is to put police in our schools, put armed you know, people but that's in our a school. local issue. I know that. I know that. All right. So um, that's
5: local. But we're so what is
0: federal? Now. The, uh, right. So the federal law the government shall not infringe on that. And I know people will say, well, there's some common sense things we can do. Yeah, but but there's one big thing we can do, and you should be monitoring BillOReilly.com
5: because I've been bannering this all week. So the only way in a nation of 330 million people that you're going to control violence with guns is to federalize gun crimes. That's it. And that was done uh, for bank robbery. You'll remember that. In the 1930s, this was what killing the mob was all about, mm-hmm. um, that these thugs were running wild around the country with big machine guns robbing banks, and the locals couldn't, couldn't stop it. And police officers were being killed. Civilians were being killed in these banks. So the FBI, the new FBI that was just formed, said, hey, all bank robberies federal. We're, we're going to do it now. That's the only way to do this. There is no other solution on the national level.
0: Okay. So hang on just a second. The last thing I want to do is give more power to the federal government. Well, you're wrong. Okay. Because really?
5: Here, the power can be used just like it was used to decimate the terrorists, killing mm-hmm. the killers back. Mm-hmm. The power of the state can be used for good. So, very briefly, back. I don't bad. want. You, I don't want to light your paranoia up.
0: Oh my god! This gosh. is
5: not a complicated thing. If a person in America commits a crime with a firearm, and that includes carrying an illegal firearm in your state, okay, whatever the state law is, then the feds prosecute it with mandatory prison terms. That means if let me, let five me ask year, you. wait 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 it could be 5 years it could be 10. What that does is it not only takes mm-hmm. the guns out of the hands of the loons mm-hmm. but it makes it much harder for the drug gangs a story completely ignored by the corrupt media in this country who are killing far more than the loons going into the schools.
0: Well, the thing I like about this is it's it would work in today's America. It would probably work as well as um, federalizing uh, and making a federal offense out of lying to Congress, because that way we know that nobody will lie to Congress. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, you Go know on. what is amazing? Yeah, honestly. Go ahead. Because I, I think people find this surprising that we actually like each other. Who you and me? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't understand
5: why I like you. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Look, we have a mutual respect because we both think things out. And our goal, I believe this to be true, is that both of us want the best for yes the american people and we don't
0: agree on everything uh and and certainly not on 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 federal like giving more power to the federal government but but um, wait let me ask you a question then. Yeah. You're, you're just blithely dismissing me
5: you read killing oh, the killers yes father's day yeah, yeah, yeah. ever you yeah. read it yes i did the power of the federal government was used to go after these heinous terrorists everywhere I, in the I world it. i got it and i mean it it i also worked. watched
0: the unt- untouchables you no, know, no, I got it got this it. worked, Beck. It no, it worked. did. It's a we different got, we got, America. the
5: back of these terrorist cells. It all over was the
0: world. a different America.
5: No, it's working right now. We're doing the same thing right now. Look, I understand your suspicion of the federal government. It can't do much, but once you put a code of law in that says you cannot commit any crime with a gun look do you understand i think you know that here in new york where i am the cops can arrest you with an illegal firearm
0: oh i know
5: and you're out on bail the same day beck
0: uh not in new jersey i know uh, not in New Jersey. If they in New York it,
5: City, the largest city in the country, there are no bailing people. I that will are caught with automatic
0: right, pistols. and I will tell you if I were in New York City and I got caught with a gun, they would not release me on bail
5: no but they just want to incarcerate you anyway yes exactly exactly right personal with
0: you exactly right okay hang on just a second hang on just a second bill o'reilly more with him in just a second relief factor is somebody in your life giving you a headache right now i can't think of an example of it but uh relief relief factor is there if you're facing something really difficult like pain in your life please give this a try um, you, you can't just give up. And I was there a few years ago. I was there ready to give up. And my wife made me try relief factor. Cause I heard the commercials and I'm like, it's not going to work. You know, some guy on the radio is telling you, uh, and, and I didn't think it would work. I don't know why I'm like that. Um, but I am. And I didn't think it would work cause it works on inflammation. Yeah. So does ibuprofen and ibuprofen does nothing for me nothing ibuprofen attacks inflammation one way inflation is the main source of our pain and our problems in our body relief factor attacks inflammation in four different directions that's why it works for so many people 70 percent of the people who try this go on to order more month after month after month now it may not work for you but for the majority of people it will Isn't it worth the 20 bucks just to find out? It was for me. And then I had to eat my hat and once again say my favorite uh, phrase to utter. At least it's the most common phrase for me to utter. You're right, honey. You were right. ReliefFactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Go there now. Uh get it for 1995 three-week trial pack. one 800 the number four relief. one 800 the number four relief. Relief Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Ten seconds station ID. All right. So Bill O'Reilly um, the uh, CEO of um, J.P. Morgan Chase. Jamie Dimon co- uh, came out. In fact, we have the clip from Jamie Dimon. Here's what he said this week.
3: It's a hurricane. It's
2: we, right now. It's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. You know, everyone thinks the, the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or, uh, yeah, Sandy or, or, uh, Andrew or something like that. And it's, you, you better brace yourself.
0: We're taking a poll right now at, uh, glenbeck.com asking, what is the breaking point for the American people? Uh, what is the breaking point for America? And they're all saying, out of all the problems we have, they're saying, um, a financial meltdown, uh, uh, you know, every, nobody has any money that's worth anything anymore.
1: What, what,
5: well,
0: first, go ahead.
5: First of all, I, are you ever going to say to me, you were right, honey, you know, from no. the last commercial? No, I mean, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That. Uh, no, uh-uh, no, never, never. You don't have to say the honey. Just say
0: you were <laughs> right. You right. are right. Okay. I can say okay. that.
5: All right. Um, look speculating about uh economic armageddon no no, no. It, i
0: i'm 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 asking you yes there's how does what is the breaking point for the average person
5: it's already when, reached it's already here um you know we're we're running about 11 percent inflation they say three but if you add in all the other stuff it's about 11 it's here people don't have any money you can see it across the board. Now consumer spending is being constrained. People aren't spending as much as they did this time last year, particularly on the road, on gas and things like that. And people are very, very worried about their future and their children and everything else, which is why, um, you know, we elected Joe Biden. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, feel the uh, election was phony. I had Dinesh D'Souza on in those spin news this week. Um, but we're paying a price. For a foolish vote. Mm -hmm. It was a foolish vote to put this man into office. And I'm not not coming at this at uh, any party or any ideology. I knew, I said, you said, because we discussed it on your program, if you vote for Joe Biden, you're voting for a man who's going to be incompetent. Did that not come true? Yeah. Okay, and if you don't believe it, ladies and gentlemen, all the millions listening to us right now, Give me one thing, just one, that President Biden has improved in America in the past 18 months. Just one. You cannot point to anything that man and his administration has made better. Nothing. It is a rout across the board. And I'm angry about it. I'm okay. I mean, you know, I save my money, and I'm not... Uh, in any kind of financial difficulty but i've got i know people who are you're right and honey. and particularly the elderly yeah. in this country
0: I don't think you even heard me you're right yes I,
5: I i know you said right you just didn't say honey
0: i did say honey oh my god yeah, you're right honey yeah I, I know look i know the same i know the same people i know a guy who's uh buying a house right now and the guy can way afford it and he said The financial picture now is so disturbing. I'm having second thoughts and this guy can afford it. He's not a guy that, you know, is close to the poverty line. Yeah, everyone is everyone is looking at this like Jamie Dimon said and said, this is a hurricane. These these gas prices are not up because of war. These gas prices are not going down. Your leader, uh, yeah, I
5: I, I really don't think I can do anything about it. (laughs) I'm just sitting there going, Are you kidding me? You're not even trying to fake it, okay? He doesn't even, because he has no filter, you know. He says to people, "Ah, You know, look, we're going to put these gun things in there, but if they don't do them, then to vote against them. You know, we know why you're doing it. You don't want to solve the problem. Biden and the Democrats don't want to solve the gun violence problem. Because if they did, they'd take draconian measures by putting the criminals in prison who use guns. That's the way you do it. Um, But anyway, going back to the economics of it all, I think that people have to understand that we are in a downward cycle in this country on almost every level, culturally, financially, and politically. But that's not going to last. It never has. It will come back, but we the people have to wise up and start going, oh, I don't like Trump, I don't like Trump, did this, Trump did that. That was immature. When Trump left office, inflation was 1.4%. It's now almost 11. So all the people who voted against Trump giving Biden power are responsible for this debacle.
0: You know, it's amazing because I I, um, I, thought of the uh, clip of, of Donald Trump during one of the debates where he just looked in the camera and people mocked him for it. When he looked in the camera and said, if you vote for this man, your energy prices, your economy, your food everything will be worse than anyone can imagine. That's right. Uh, and he was he's absolutely right. man. He, he's a businessman, all right? And
5: he governed by making deals that turned out to be good for all Americans. All Americans. And that infuriated the corrupt media because they hate him so much so they had to trump up the impeachment and all this other stuff and i understand why americans got exhausted they were exhausted from all this and they wanted somebody now yeah to bring some kind of stability and to stop it but now be careful what you wish for Mm -hmm. and the worst part about all this back is that biden is not going to get any better so in november you've got to neutralize him and the democratic party across the board in every state you have to or you're going to be paying you know inflation is going to hit 15
0: percent because they have no solution it'll hit more than that bill thank you so much bill o'reilly the author of the brand new book the bestseller again killing the killers Killing the Killers, the real story about how we got the terrorists um, during the the war after 9-11. It's a great book, quite amazing revelations in it, Killing the Killers by Bill O'Reilly. And you can find him every day at BillOReilly.com. Bill, talk to you next week. Thanks. The
4: Glenn Beck Program.
0: You know, I'm not really a dancer. And... I know that comes as a surprise, strangely not to my children, Um, and they love it. Now that I have my slippers, every time I wear them, uh, especially when their friends are around, I just like to dance. It's great. My feet don't hurt. I feel light on my feet. Light as a feather. They're made with three-tier cushioning systems, two layers of MyPillow foam, and a layer of impact gel that ensures that your feet are comfortable and you can dance in front of all of your kids' friends. Trust me, there are so many benefits to having my slippers get them now you'll get them for an unbelievable discount right now it's a limited time one-time offer and they come with a one-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee you're gonna love it and so will your children's friends it's you can get them at mypillow.com mypillow.com promo code becker call
1: 800-966-3117 blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code bidenflation for 20 bucks off blaze tv
0: Michael Malice is uh, joining us now. He had a couple of tweets that I just want to give to you. Uh, Remember, no one wants to take away your guns. No one wants to shut down your business. No one wants to uh, have lockdowns to continue more than necessary. No one's going to force you to have a vaccine passport. No one is teaching your kids critical race theory. These are all conspiracy theories. Yeah, they're really not, are they? Um, but don't worry, they don't want to take your uh, your gun. Michael, how are you, sir? Good morning, sir. And
6: and if you people want to look at that tweet, the replies are particularly hilarious when people insist, well, actually, all those things end up did happening. So you just owned yourself. Oh my yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the point. Um, I think we should all give a big thanks this morning to Justin Trudeau, who has really kind of silenced the gun issue in America because people who are on the fence who are like, oh, okay, red flag logs, you know, assault weapons, which isn't a thing, they're looking at what happened in Canada, which was weeks after they imprisoned all those truckers and realizing, okay, this is clearly the end game here in America as well.
0: Is that, is there a big upright? I'm not following Canadian politics. Oh, you are Canadian, aren't you? God, no. How, Oh my! Oh no, God. that's my right. Baptist. No, I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot. You yes, are yes, Canadian. Yes, yes, yes.
6: You might as well call me a woman. <laughs> Lord, How, did, have you no? Shame, I didn't call sir? you
0: a French Canadian.
6: At, after all is said and done, have no, you no shame, I sir? know.
0: I'm sorry. I'm. I apologize. I deeply apologize. I'll let my wife step up to the microphone and just say, "If you're, it's if a, you're,
6: apologi- if you're apologizing so much, maybe you're the Canadian,
0: huh?" <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, um, are they I'm standing sorry. up in Canada uh, against no, this? They're Canadians not at are all. Not. Uh, barely they are.
6: But that's the point. We need to look yeah. north to see kind of it's kind of like looking into the sliding doors moment to our near future. So um, so it, it's it's very disturbing to y- see.
0: You had another tweet this week, and it says White Pill. In the last decade, the gun rights side has shifted from I need guns to keep my home safe from criminals to I need guns to keep my safe uh, myself safe from the government, a far more principled and non-negotiable position. Absolutely true. Absolutely and it, true.
6: And they're absolutely right. Like many of these guns, you do not need them to hunt deer. It's a complete it's true and a completely irrelevant. Uh, the whole point of the Second Amendment, as you and everyone listening to this knows, was to protect Americans against a government that got too big and got usurpacious. Now they're going to say, oh, you're not going to go out and be uh, uh, you know shooting uh, um, agents of the state. And that is correct. But the point is, when things become more expensive to do, when things become more dangerous to do, that causes people, uh, uh, executives, to have second thoughts. And the other thing which people should be very disturbed about, you know, for four years we're taught that Trump's Hitler, he's a strong man, he doesn't respect the law, the Constitution. As soon as some truckers have a peaceful protest, a literally peaceful protest, the Canadian government for the first time in history, not even after 9-11, invoked emergency powers, so that shows how little those who are in the government have respect for things like constitutions and principles. They'll just legislate around it and do whatever they want regardless.
1: And you look at, Michael, the, around the world with countries that we may have thought were culturally similar to us in at least some major ways, Canada, you know, New Zealand, Australia, c- countries that don't have a Second Amendment and a, and a, and a uh, culture of pushing back against the government. Look at what they did with COVID. Look at what they did, what we're seeing in Canada now, where they're banning basically all firearms uh, over a, a period of a few decades until they decide to fully ban the handguns in a, in a couple of years, I'm sure. I mean, th- this has to highlight the importance of the, of the Second Amendment, not not the other way around.
6: Yeah, I completely agree with you, Stuart. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Waco and where all the people from the Dividian compound, the compound is still there, there's still an active church, and they people forget that Uh, um, Oklahoma City was a reaction by Timothy McVeigh to Vake Waco. And the second that despicable tragedy happened and he committed his terrorist attack, Bill Clinton was on TV saying we need to go after assault weapons, even though he used a bomb. Uh, So they will use any excuse. Yeah, not uh, not
0: only assault weapons, but I remember clearly also talk radio. mm, That's that's right. Yeah, that's when those two things, your speech and your guns. Um, One other question here, Michael, on that. Tweet, you said white pill, and I'm losing track of all of the pills. I, I think <laughs> okay, the, the red pill is you wake up, the blue pill is you go to sleep. I don't know what the white pill is. I don't think I know what the black pill is. Can you just go through the pill colors?
6: Okay. If you can handle a street light, you can handle the pills. There's just okay. two pairs of two pills. Okay. So the black pill is all hope is lost, we're doomed. They're going to win anyway. They've got all the structural advantages. They've got all the cultural advantages. It's and the the people who are on our side are all weak. The white pill is it is possible we will lose. It is impossible that we must lose.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I so I am I'm I've been red pilled and white pilled. That's the best combo. Yes. Right.
6: Isn't there an orange pill, too? Oh, that's for people who like Bitcoin, but you have to be on the spectrum for that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's by prescription only. Yeah. <laughs> and the government's really regulating that one. Yeah. I, I, go, go ahead. ahead
6: guys. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say I'm also very hopeful because of places like ghostguns.com. There's, there's some. They are working for 3D printing guns. And the same way there's a big discussion now, what is a woman? Matt Walsh just dropped that documentary on Daily Wire. The question legally is, well, what is a gun? If I can press a button my printer and print everything but, the, let's say, the handle, is that legally a gun? Okay, if they say 50%, well, then I'll just print 50, attach 50. So the battle is being lost on a technological level uh, regarding gun control as well.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it will have to be. Uh, 1984 or brave new world to put this genie back in the bottle. I mean, that is the thing I brought this up with Bill O'Reilly and he didn't quite, he didn't really respond to it. Um, You know, these guys, the left, they have pulled out all the stops. They thought they were going to get away with this. And quite honestly, the way it's going, if America starts to stand up and another 10% wakes up, uh, They're going to be people that go to jail, serious jail time for what has been going on. Uh, And they know um, it's a it's a repeat uh, at best of 1920, where progressives had to go into a closet for 100 years. Um, I don't think they're going to give up quietly. They're a caged animal or a cornered animal. I, Glenn, I could not agree
6: with you more. Uh, this is a demonstration not of their strength, but their weakness. Uh, how quickly they forgot about Roe v. Wade, which is just amazing to me, because that would be a much bigger and kind of more salient issue for them, I would think. So they're scrambling to latch onto something that will maintain their hold on power. But at this point, they're kind of like bailing water from a sip ship, because everywhere they look, there's nothing you hold in their bullcrap.
0: Um, I love your opinion uh, on this, uh, and mainly because... I know you probably have a deep opinion on it, and so few people in our business would. Tell me your thoughts on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial now that it's been decided.
6: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hadn't been following it because I thought of some silly entertainment divorce situation. Right. Then I realized I was, I got to tell you, I was extremely disturbed, uh, above all, by the actions of what I heard about the ACLU. Yes. The fact that they wanted to insinuate themselves and make Good her point. a victim without doing their due diligence. Yeah. Historically, the ACLU and the hard leftists we're defending like the worst people uh-huh. and defending criminals uh-huh. and, and things like this. Like people are genuinely bad. Instead of trying to make villains, at, they would make heroes out of villains. Instead of trying to make villains, maybe John Depp's not a hero, was certainly an innocent person. Yeah. So the fact that this this is Glenn I'm glad you brought it up. This is another massive loss for them. Yes. Because for a long time, all you have to do is like look at what she did. It's not like one time she lied. Oh, okay, he was mean to me. This was systemic, and this was an organized campaign by the media. She's basically Jesse Smollett in a dress.
0: So, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Month, so, uh, Glenn. So, yeah. So, w- w- this is such a loss. Look at what they had on the table. The media. They had the ACLU discredited. Uh, the Me Too movement discredited. Uh, companies like Disney that, you know, would just fire people without the facts just because it's a witch hunt. I mean that this was a massive loss.
6: And, and the thing is, everyone listening to this, men and women alike, know the story of people who've had the crazy ex-girlfriend. Now, the crazy ex-boyfriend is violent. He's a disgusting person. He should be denounced. But the crazy ex-girlfriend is dangerous in a very different way. Oh, yeah. And Amber Heard is not unique, although it's, pretty, it's extremely rare, let's be fair as well.
0: Does he get his career back, do you think?
6: Oh, I think he's going to be a big hero, uh, and I think he's going to be—he's uh, going to get some backlash because the people who like him are not people who are liked by the corporate press.
0: Right. And does she have a career at the end of this? Yeah, she's going to be uh, speaking out against Brett
6: Kavanaugh next week at Cornell. <laughs> did you? Did she? Did she you know he uh, touched her inappropriately when she was? A kid? I know. When, she just. She just remembered. Wow. <laughs>
0: really? That's oh, yeah. amazing. You, when he was in had, high school
6: or after. Yeah. You had an Amber Heard? Oh, yeah. He was some kind of a (laughs) law professor. There's no record of her being at the school library and she doesn't remember what years. But it it definitely happened. Just ask (laughs) ask the vice president.
0: Okay, Thank you very much. Michael Malice uh, is on with us and you can follow him. Uh, you know, and and grab his book. He's got a couple of really good books. Um, the Anarchist Handbook. Also, he's the host of Your Welcome. Oh, wait, is he still on? I have to ask. He's him. still on. Um, t- your episode of Your Welcome, uh, this week is with the uh, Libertarian, right? The new Libertarian,
6: a- 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 Angela McCardle, who just took over over the weekend in Reno as new the new chair of the Libertarian Party.
0: Okay, it, real quick, tell me, are they? Have they come back to reality of a being small government, uh, not just not just some strange progressive libertarian? Uh, and do they have a chance w- with her of actually winning anything? Well, they've come
6: back to the reality that a is anarchism, which means no government, which is far less utopian than your constitutional fantasy. Uh, and they actually do have a chance because. Yes, sir. Uh, They do have a chance of making some massive cultural change because it's going to be very easy to uh, drop the ball that Republicans and Democrats have dropped, at the very least for decreasing budgets. Governor DeSantis just today signed the record budget in Florida. So there's no move anywhere in the political spectrum between Republican and Democrat for people who actually want to cut spending, even when you look at someone like DeSantis.
0: And she's sane?
6: Oh, she's very sane. She's no Amber Heard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just don't want her to be a what was it? It was it Gary Johnson? Yeah, oh, Joe
6: Jorgensen last time. You didn't yeah. remember her name. Yeah. Oof.
0: Yeah. Woof. Um, okay. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michael. I appreciate it. And you Thanks, can, guys. You can hear his interview with her on your welcome this week's podcast with Michael Malice. MichaelMallice.com. So Father's Day is coming up pretty soon, and everybody wants to focus on, you know, how hard it is to get something for dad. I've been telling my kids now for years all I want, all I want, are our photographs organized, preserved. That's it. Doesn't cost you anything. Actually, it costs you the most expensive thing, I guess, time. Unless you have Legacy Box do it. Legacy Box has a Father's Day event right now, legacybox.com slash back. You'll save fifty percent. I gotta do this. I, know. Th-
1: I say it to myself all the time. I got to get, I got to get to the legacy and box and it. I just never, I never, I got to We do it just did,
0: time. you know, it's just so crazy. We just did it. And now all of it's all been returned and it's all in a box and we still haven't opened it. <laughs> now we did it. We did it for, you know, um, Family.
1: <clears throat> we haven't done ours. At least it's done, though. At least you know, know it's done. It's digitally. You can now use the pictures. Instead I Instead of them just sitting in a box forever. I know. I know. It's a great, it's a great idea. It's though. really great.
0: Uh, you can digitize 19 different types of media, everything from VHS to Super 8 film and everything else that you forgot about that technology that was here for about 10, 10 minutes. Over 200 trained technicians. They do it in the United States. You send them the originals. They send the originals back. And the uh, copy however you want it Legacy box the father's Day special going on right now legacybox.com slash Beck save 50% 50% off now legacybox.com slash back
1: stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com
0: So, Joe Biden is on talking about how he has created 600,000 new jobs uh, since he's been in office. It, it, the, 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 the lies in the number playing uh, game with this, just incredible. He's saying that our, our inflation is our strength. Now, there might be a reason for saying that. It does To me, it makes no sense. But there's an economist out that's a good economist
1: liberal but not yeah. crazy liberal yeah and his point is that you don't see this there's no sign of recession in the data now i, I, t- I think at times when we're talking about this in a colloquial sense we generally generally insert the word recession for bad we're going to go into recession meaning bad things are going to happen in the economy <clears throat> right. of course obviously as an economist you know the, the The technical definition is different. You know, the sort of uh, back of the envelope is two two negative quarters of GDP growth. Correct. Now, when you're in an inflationary environment where things are going up, you're not going to necessarily see negative uh, GDP growth numbers. Just because there's more dollars being spent. Right. These numbers like right now, one of the things in the in this economic dump of data was that uh, wages have grown at a rate of four point five percent. Well, that typically would indicate a healthy economy. However, when your inflation rate is at 10, the fact that you've increased mm-hmm. wages by 4.5% does not does feel not all help. that good when,
0: and is actually hurting people. And his point, uh, Joe Biden's point just a minute ago, he's giving a speech now, um, you know, unemployment is at 3.6. Well, that's a fake that's a fake number that, that you're forgetting all of the people that have chosen not to go to work because the government is paying them. That's the problem. We, we have we have many more jobs uh, than we have people willing to fill them, not people to fill them, willingly fill them. They won't do it. So all of these numbers are bogus. And at some point you are going to have negative growth. You'll have stagflation because, I mean, I think people are there. If not, they will be by the end of summer when you're paying this kind of gas price and it is not going lower it will as long as these people are in charge and they do esg you will not see gas prices drop you might drop a few pennies here and there but it's never going back to three dollars a gallon never under these people um and at some point it just breaks the back of everyone And you can't afford to go buy anything, no matter how much it costs or how little it costs. That's what's coming.
4: This is the Glenn Back Program.
0: All right. Thank you uh, so much. We've. uh, I've got another crisis, another shortage of things that I don't think anyone is thinking about. And it's
1: significant.
0: And. Game-changing, mm. and I'll tell you about that coming up in a, just a few minutes.
1: So you're giving me a film at eleven. I'm giving like you a film a, you, at eleven. There's a huge crisis. You need to save your children. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it in a couple of hours. Yeah, no, I'll I'll tell you about it in one and a half minutes. Okay,
2: forty-five seconds. Well, what happens
1: well, if if that that crisis hits in the next ninety seconds? Well, it's already here, so right. you know, so black pill. <laughs> wait, what? what so where, <laughs> that's the one where you're negative. We're Doomed. So red is the one that that Neo took, right? To to Yes, to, to wake up. To wake up and see the truth. Blue is the blue one is to the put one. you back to sleep. Go back to sleep, you're back
0: in the Matrix. I actually I'm kind of becoming more of an advocate for the blue pill. I'm pro blue pill, there's no doubt about it. it if just, seriously, if you could just take a pill and you forgot everything and you were just, you know, a a, a zombie. Mhm. That sounds fantastic. It really honestly. does kind of sound good. <laughs> it does at this point. Are we getting too cynical?
4: of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the
0: Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday, and uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Relief Factor. Paul wrote in recently, tell us about his husband's experience with Relief Factor. He said, I love this product. I take two packets every day. I suffer from Gulf War illness and riddled with arthritis. This has been the only product that has worked for me. Thank you, Relief Factor. Paul, you are welcome. I thank you for your service and I'm so glad that you're seeing relief from this. If you can get your life back, it's a a trial pack away, $19.95, try it for three weeks. You don't see anything changing in you, it's probably not going to work. But if you start to see relief from your pain, keep going. I am, I am between 95 and 100 uh, percent or 99 percent uh, pain free. I have my bad days, but they are few and far between. Relieffactor.com. It's Relieffactor.com. Call 800 for Relief. 800 the number for Relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference all righty so let me start um here with a business owner in uh, detroit michigan listen to this
1: business owners say if these gas and diesel prices don't come down soon the american dream will fade away
7: this gas price they killing like the a lot of like american dreams killing their dreams so they cannot make uh, the living
0: hmm what is the american dream what is the American dream? Most people will tell you, you know, it's a great job or you can become a millionaire or, you know, you have your first house. Hey, you've heard politician after politician say, you know, we need to you know, get on banking regulations so more people can have access to loans so they can experience the American dream of having their own house. That's not the American dream. That's what FDR changed it into. This is another progressive lie. The American dream is to be able to chart your own course. To be able to succeed or fail, but have a square opportunity. That if you can come up with a better mousetrap, this is not true anymore, by the way. You come up with a better mousetrap, it doesn't mean the market will run to you. You have to get through all of the red tape, all of the government restrictions, all of the other businesses that will, will do everything they can to stop you. And if you can endure that onslaught, then maybe you can have the American dream of your house. We can't chart our own course. And Congress is absolutely irrelevant. Congress has given away their power for far too long. They've given away their power to the administrative state. And this again, Woodrow Wilson, the administrative state. Think about it. What can Congress really do? What can they actually do? Nothing, really. Nothing. Until they decide to take their power back, when they become the lawmakers right now, how many times have you heard? Well, for instance, let me give you one uh, that just came across my desk yesterday. Let me see if I can find it quick. There is uh, the uh, Department of Education has decided that if your school doesn't have the right bathrooms, you don't get the funding. Who made that decision? Did you vote for that? Because it's now taxation without representation. And they will say, no, technically, that's not true. Why? Because you voted for the president. But I didn't vote for all the bureaucrats. And uh, when I voted for the president, I didn't vote for him to be a dictator. And I mean this for Republican or Democrat. It doesn't matter. I voted for a president to have the bully pulpit. To convince the American people this is the direction we should be going in. Not for him just to close the curtain and flip some switches and, and you know, turn up the, the dial on different things. That, that's not his job. And it's certainly not the administration's job. Passing laws goes to Congress. Setting limits goes to Congress. Gun issue. Congress, Congress will do what it wants, and if it doesn't, uh, if it doesn't get its way, it will break the Constitution to get its way. And believe me, they are already putting things into place to uh, infringe on this right, and they're putting them in place through ATF. Through the Commerce Department, Homeland Security, one way or another, they will get it done. This is no longer a, a government for and by the people. This is a government that is now being done through the administrative state. As I showed you uh, on Wednesday's TV show, F- FEMA. FEMA. FEMA is not a reactionary force anymore. The administrative state, through the presidency, has now changed this, so they're not just reacting to an emergency, a hurricane. They're reacting now to all hurricanes yet to come, all droughts yet to come. And they are putting into place things to stop those emergencies because the climate is an existential threat. And they're doing that with the SEC, with ESG. They're doing it everywhere. That's how you kill the American dream. If you think gas prices are going down, you're mistaken. This is not a bump in the road. This is not a glitch This is a feature of what our government has become. If I could have only one prayer answered today, it would be this. That everyone within the sound of my voice could wake up just one person. And I know how frustrating it is. Believe me. I mean, I admit my faults and I admit freely that uh, I'm wrong on timing. And when I'm wrong about something, I, I, Stu, have I ever, when I'm wrong on something, have I ever hid that? Have I ever not taken responsibility for things that I'm like, wow, I was wrong? No, there's no reason to. Yeah, right. I mean, and you tr- get more trust with the audience right. when you admit when you're wrong. Publicly and privately. I remember something we argued about and, and I was really strong on. And how many times have I come back to you and went, thank God for <laughs> you, because I was so wrong on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, th- there's no reason. I have, I have people in my own family that know my record that won't listen Right now. And I think it's because it's too ugly. It's too hard. It's too hard to even imagine. Americans have never seen anything like this. You know, when Jamie Dimon comes out and says, Hey, brace for an economic hurricane, he said, It's not storm clouds, it's hurricane. We just don't know if it's going to be, you know, I don't know, Hurricane Nancy or Hurricane Katrina. But brace yourself. People don't understand that and they don't see that it's right over the horizon. There's another shortage that I I just want to throw at you to show you the unintended consequences of things. Now, we just went through COVID and what happened? COVID put us all in our houses. Well, right now, there is an organ shortage. Every day, every day, 17 people die waiting for an organ transplant. And another person that needs a transplant is added to the waiting list every nine minutes. Now, 90% of the population agrees with organ donations, But only 60% actually register as a donor. Now, what has caused this pandemic of organ shortages? Well, two things. One, the organs from people who have just died, it's time limited. You've only got X number of minutes that you can use that organ. Then it starts to decay and it's no good. Well, we've got to do COVID tests on everything. We can't turn these organs around fast enough. So we're losing a lot of organs. But also, you've got a real problem because uh, the recovered organs have dropped from more than 110 in a day to less than 60 per day. Why is that? Listen, because people are driving less because of COVID. And most organs come from car crashes. Now, can we just think this out for a second? Why are our gas prices so high? Our gas prices are so high Because we need to get into electric vehicles. Electric vehicles are not the only solution. It's self-driving electric vehicles. It is AI electric vehicles. How many car crashes will we have in AI-driven cars? The whole thing is... They're going to be safer. So let's say we cut, you know, out of 100% of the car crashes we have now, we cut it down to 20%. What are we going to do for organs? There will be an organ shortage, much greater than this one. Then what do we do? These are unintended consequences. And the reason why I bring this up is these people are trying to change everything. They are changing our history. They're changing our national story. They're changing the meaning of even the American dream that was gone long ago. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we are. We can't even identify a man or a woman. We're teaching our kids. We're putting our kids this month because it's pride month. Our kids are having story time with transgendered people reading the story. Why? 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 What is wrong with us? They're changing absolutely everything. In fact, I've read a story this week about the coming changes to our farm to table system, the seed to fork. All of it is changing. And it's all being changed by the experts. And it's all being forced to be changed in the next 8 to 12 years. God only knows what the unintended consequences are going to be. And because God only knows those things, we should perhaps slow down. But see, they think your pain at the pump is a good thing. Joe Biden said, this is going, we're going to pay a heavy price. Now, he was talking about the oil prices because of Putin. But that's not what's causing these oil prices. It's ESG and the environmentalist policies that are causing this oil and gas shortage. And it's a five-year turnaround He looks at it as a good thing because we're making progress. And the intended consequence is you'll get off of gasoline because they're going to make it too expensive. If I could have one prayer answered, it would be that whoever you are, you would realize you're listening for a reason and that you have incredible power and that the American dream is truly to be free enough to chart your own course and that you would realize there are people that are trying to destroy that opportunity because they think they know better. And that you would be able to wake one person up in the next few days to the fact that gas prices are going much higher and it's not coming back around. And that food prices that, again, as Jamie Dimon said, a hurricane is coming. I pray that you will be able to wake up somebody so they can help other people when the storm comes, not instead be sent to the Superdome to live in that chaos. Seven. All right. Um, we had an incident in my own, uh, home with Tanya a couple of weeks ago. She was busy. And she got a, you know, an urgent PayPal message. Well, it wasn't from PayPal, but she was in the middle of like four different things. And she saw this urgent and, hey, look, you've been hacked into. You got to change your passcode right away. Click here. So she did again in the middle of a whole bunch of this stuff. She just filled it all out, complied. She hit uh, send. And she said, as soon as I hit send, I'm looking at the URL and I realize it's not PayPal. Mm. And uh, first call she made was to LifeLock, not to PayPal, but to LifeLock. And uh, my first question, did you call PayPal? And she said, no, I called LifeLock. And I thought, "Ah, smart. That's yes, you're right again, honey. So she calls LifeLock and they said, Okay, we're on it. Call PayPal and let them know. But. Uh, We just looked at your insurance that you have with us. Blah, blah, blah. You're covered. We are going to start looking for it. We'll make sure nothing happens. She called PayPal and they said, "Okay, thanks. LifeLock is there guarding you, guarding you. And that is the key. Somebody will be there to take care of it and and help you clean up any mess that even maybe you helped create. Lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK right now. Get 25% off your membership for the first year. 25% off with the promo code BECK, 1 800 Lifelock. 1 800 Lifelock or lifelock.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
1: Uh oh, you have a big special on um stew sure do glenn one i think we need pretty badly which is about getting rid and debunking the uh the left's lies on guns oh they have i a thought lot it was the one we really needed how to make fentanyl at home <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on that one too that's <laughs> yeah, next okay, week
0: good all right
1: good uh yeah it's gonna go through all the lies that we can jam into one episode maybe we might even go over honestly there's so much stuff to get to and I kind of wanted to design it as like a place you can kind of keep going back to you wrote a great book called control a few Mm -hmm. years ago which is sort of like this where you can kind of go back and you can keep referring to it over and over and over again because the problem with this debate quote unquote is that when these incidents happen the same points are brought up over and over and over and over again and I don't know if it's people who just don't know, they didn't look into it, they, they're lying, whatever it is. Whatever. We need to have the information at your finger, fingertips. So, uh, Studez America uh, today. You can uh, subscribe, blazetv.com. Uh, and the code is debunked for that special, 20 bucks off mm-hmm. uh, your subscription to Blaze TV. When's it air? Tonight? It's going to be tonight. Yep. Tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, or you can get it on the podcast for free whenever you want, if you can go and subscribe.
0: Okay. Really important. If you are looking for the facts, uh, tell a friend. And by the way, thank you. This uh, this week I did the Wednesday night special, and it set all kinds of records uh, for the Blaze. It's it's been quite overwhelming. This audience is wide awake. Uh, thank you so much. We try to provide the information that you need tonight. Stu will do it on guns. Make sure you join us. Use the promo code Bidenflation at blazetvcom slash Glenn.
4: The Glenn Back Program.
0: News cycle changes so rapidly right now, especially in the uh, economic sphere. It's uh, <laughs> Stu and I were just talking about an hour ago about wh- what do you do if you have money and everybody has something in investments in the stock market? And if you don't trust the stock market, where do you go? <sighs> the, the safest place, I think, is Gold, gold and silver. Um, When the world goes insane, there's there's uh, plenty of things we can buy, just no money to buy it. Or we had plenty of money and nothing our money could buy, as Rudyard Kipling said. When that happens, the world resets to gold. 866 Gold Line right now. They're offering a free half ounce platinum War of 1812 commemorative coin. If you have a qualified gold purchase, they're also throwing in free silver as a thank you just for listening. So please call Goldline. Please do your own homework. You don't have to make a decision when you're on the phone with them. Just ask them to send you all of the information. Please call Goldline today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE
1: or goldline.com. And it's TV.com slash Glenn. The promo code Bidenflation for 20 bucks off your subscription right now at Blaze TV.
0: One of the many incredible writers uh, that we have and researchers. Thank uh, you, Glenn. Uh, you know, it's important that I'm not we not talking about you. Oh. Talking about Michaela Hedrick. She is uh, with us now. She's uh, somebody who has been uh, at Glenn dot com uh, writing to people who want great reset uh, advice uh, for dummies. And a letter has come in about uh Insurance companies, correct?
7: Yes. But to begin, I'd like to say that Stu taught me everything that I know. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. I'm glad
1: you finally pointed that so, out. Very important. Such a jerk. <laughs> so, since I came on the show
7: the last time, Glenn, I've had audience members reaching out to me who are also on their own journey to try to great reset proof their life yeah. by implementing your advice. The most recent question was Hey, Michaela, is there an insurance company that isn't totally beholden to ESG scores and isn't totally woke?
0: So I ha- would have to guess the answer is no. I don't know, but I would have to guess the answer is no because it's through the financial system and the insurance system that they'll kill you.
7: That is the bad news that <laughs> yeah. I come here to bring to you, Glenn. Is
0: there in are they is there anybody better or worse?
7: So, in my article, the first thing that I do is I lay out public pro-ESG statements from many of our top insurers with links back to their website from progressive Allstate, state state farm usaa nationwide and liberty mutual and that's not a comprehensive list
0: wow and their statements i'm just reading them
7: oh they love it's Uh, not 2015 they love esgs
0: oh yeah remember remember when they said we don't know what you're talking about
7: now they say it guides their entire business and they're proud it's it's unbelievable something that the good news glenn is that it's hiding in plain sight now. So anyone with yes. the internet is able to find this, expose it, shine a light on it, disinfect it, and send these back I- bad ideas back to the shadows where they belong.
0: So this is um, um, this is you. You line out how you can find out can yes. you go through this sure okay so
7: if you're not i am on the borderline of gen z and millennial so cyber stalking is second nature to me it's like walking <laughs> breathing eating okay. but for my parents and my grandparents i give some suggestions some phrases that you can put into a search engine that will likely lead you exactly where you need to go luckily like i said this doesn't take much super sleuthing now because they're proud of it yeah. most companies have it on their front page
0: and yeah, we used to have to we used to have to actually um, look and then look secondary pages, deep, deep pages, and then they would deny it.
7: Well, you'll see in the article, I have links. This is not hidden. Right. They want you to find it.
0: Right. Uh, so you say, um, go to you know, Google or a search engine um, and search for name of insurance company, ESG, name of insurance company, commitment to ESG. This one's really important the CEO of insurance company on ESGs.
7: That's where you'll get the good stuff. Yeah, because... They make public statements about it all the time, or right. you can see...
0: Which ones are which, actually over in Davos <laughs> yes. saying it.
7: Something important to remember is that many of these companies have parent companies, so you might have to first find out who the parent company is and then insert their name into all of these search engines as well.
0: So thank you so much for this. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find this article at uh, glenbeck.com Uh, It's up there right now. The great reset advice for dummies, ESG and insurance. And if you have any questions for Michaela, she will find the answer. I will Uh, try.
7: I I hope to come back to our listener and give them the perfect insurance company. But I'm not sure that exists right now. So Um, we have to do what we can. uh,
0: That seems like an opportunity. Yeah. You know, the parallel economy is happening. I'm talking to people in all different businesses that are seeing the opportunity here. And the dire need to do it—that's
7: the last line of my article. It says, "Insurance-minded folks, I see an opportunity here." Just yeah. saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, it—it it, the problem the, is the insurance company. It takes so much financial backing
7: that a, a normal person might feel a bit boxed in by this. So, something that I try to do with this series. I feel I relate to the people who just want to do the right thing. want to make all of the right choices because we feel like a frog in a boiling pot and now we're like, this isn't a jacuzzi. And Hmm. we want to do everything all at once. And sometimes I write this in the article that the good things are all mixed up with the bad things. And so all we can do is pick like you say, the next right thing. And maybe insurance is too complicated if we're not an insurance-minded person right now. So we can go back to some of the other things in my articles. Mm -hmm. Meeting your neighbors. Almost all of us are capable of that. Switching to a local bank I found to be significantly simpler because it's not such a monopoly.
0: Right. Um, And they're the first to go out of business with ESG. Mm -hmm. You were just saying off the air, you've been reading uh, 1984. Brave
7: New World. Oh,
0: sorry, yeah, Brave New World. Uh, And... um, Uh, don't with you know i mean you can tell the end most people in the audience have read it but tell me the lesson that you saw in the end
7: so in the end of brave new world what happens metaphorically is that there is a way that this society functions and they require everyone to behave this way and there's one person who tries to hold out and the society comes and effectively metaphorically forces that way of life onto him and he Causes him to spiral out of control, control. but but they won't let him live free.
0: So this is fascinating um, because this is a recurring story. And, you know, even if you don't believe in the Bible as a history book, you can look at it as a really good uh, uh, book of examples and parables that will teach you.
7: A cautionary tale uh,
0: yes um, and I want to go over this because when you said that it made me remind uh, it made me um, uh, think of the angels visiting uh, Abraham before Sodom and Gomorrah let me just take you through two of these stories that you've you know angels visit lot in Sodom and Gomorrah and the scripture says two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and lot was sitting in the gateway of the city when he saw them, he got up to meet them, bowed down with his face to the ground and said, my Lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. So they, uh, uh, they say, or he says, um, you can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. And the angel said, no, 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 We'll, we'll spend the night in the square. But he insists strongly, you know, you really need to come to my house He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all of the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house and called out to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out, this is a quote, bring them out so we can have sex with them. Mm -hmm. Sodomized. So this is, and look at this pattern See if you recognize it in 1984. See if you uh, recognize, or, sorry, Brave New World. Mm-hmm. See if you recognize it in today's world. First thing that happens, they demand the sexual revolution. They demand that you come out and do what they're doing. Lot went outside to meet them. He shut the door behind him and said, no, no, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man, I've never understood this, but you will in a second. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Now, what, why would they say that? What is that all about? He's going to say, take my virgin daughters? That is an offer for compromise to some middle ground I won't go all the way, but how about this? Think of that on the debate this week, an offer to compromise on a middle ground.
7: And we know that doesn't go well in this story. Yeah, it
0: doesn't. Uh, The crowd says, get out of our way. This fellow came here as a foreigner and now he wants to play judge. Listen to that response. What is that? That's the radical crowd making the false claim. You're not the judge of me. Have we heard that before? We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out, pulled lot back into the house and shut the door. So what is that part? That is the threats, coercion. Of forced uh, uh, participation. So you have to comply or they will destroy you. Sound familiar? The same almost exact story happens with the Levite in Judges. You're welcome at my house, the old man said. Let me supply whatever you need. Only don't spend the night in the square. So he took him to their house, fed his donkeys. After they had washed their feet, they had something to eat and drink. Okay. While they were enjoying themselves, some of the wicked men in the city surrounded the house, pounding on the door, shouting to the old man who owned the house, bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. The demand again, sexual revolution. Then what happens? The owner of the house goes outside. No, my friends, don't be so vile since this man is my guest. Don't do this outrageous thing. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine uh i'll bring them out to you now you can use them and do to them whatever you wish but for this man do not do such an outrageous thing he offers to compromise on some middle ground as insane as it seems but the men would not listen to him so the man took his concubine and sent her outside to them and they raped her and abused her throughout the day and night and at dawn they let her go the meanness the threats the coercive response Right. Well, this is what's happening every step of the way in all parts of our society. Mm-hmm. You must. It's not good enough to say, I'm, look, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool. I just disagree with you. Nope, that's not good enough. You have to be. You can't just be against racism. You must be an anti-racist. And participate in the racism. Otherwise, they'll destroy you. It's crazy.
7: Right. In many ways. Well, we know how at least the Bible ends. We do win in the end. Yeah, we do. And one of the reasons that I'm writing this series is because it can feel like we're being boxed in from all sides. And it can feel pretty desperate. But we do. We are making incredible ground. This audience is making a difference. Yeah, And we just have to keep pushing forward. And working together and sharing what we know
0: and sharing what we know. And most importantly, I think sharing what we know as the positives that are happening, reminding each other of the positives that are happening. I was talking to Michael Malice about an hour ago and I said, "Um, Michael, we're looking at a cornered animal right now and we're entering the most dangerous phase of this transformation of America because They're being exposed. People are waking up. They thought they would get away with it. They thought they had every tool at their disposal. But you can't control people's thoughts when you're acting suspiciously. People will look and go, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. People are waking up. So what's going to happen? They're just going to let that happen and go away. I don't think so. I think these are if I can't have you, no one will kind of people. Mm. And we are because we're making progress, real inroads to this. They are getting more and more desperate. So we're in a very dangerous phase. We have to be really cool uh, and just live with the understanding that the only reason why they're accelerating and throwing gas on everything is because. You are exposing them, and you are winning. Michaela, thank you so much. Have a, uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. God bless. Realestateagentsitrust.com is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, if you've decided you're ready to sell your home, you've got the incentive, you know what location you want to move to, time to pull the trigger. Great. Now. Do you have the right real estate agent? Because selling your home is not as easy as a transaction at the grocery store, although it is becoming uh, financially an equal uh, uh, transaction. It's complicated. Most of the time, a lot of work that needs to be done. And if you do it with somebody who it's their first time or first few times, somebody without a track record, somebody who does it part time, you need a great real estate agent. Not that one. This is where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. I started it, uh, I don't even know, about six, eight years ago. Because for me, I, I didn't know how to interview a real estate agent. You got balloons? Can you put an open house sign up? You're hired. You have to know the tricks of selling a house. And when I mean tricks, I mean being able to have a website that is already attracting Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of buyers who are looking for houses like yours before you even list with them. That's how you sell a house in today's world. And you sell it um, and buy houses because that agent has integrity. That's how they can win the bid if you're trying to bid on a house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Find the right realtor. Fast and first. Real estate agents I trust dot com. The Glenback Program. This is the Glenbeck Program. Well, uh it's another weekend that we're facing. Mike Lee is uh on the podcast talking about the Supreme Court and the packing of the Supreme Court. He has a a new book out about the nine, uh, and it is all about how we got here and why it is so critical that we don't pack the Supreme Court. And he's not saying that as a Republican, he's saying that as an American. It doesn't matter. And if they even get close, The reason why he believes john roberts caves all the time is because he's trying to protect the reputation of the supreme court well that was never a problem until fdr threatened to pack the court and he said this court packing threat he said will have a devastating attack on the supreme court it's another institution under attack by leftists in america and don't forget Tonight at 8 p.m., a special on guns. One you cannot miss with Stu as your congenial host. (laughs) Uh, Stu does guns? Stu Stu debunks gun myths is the name of it. Uh, (laughs) That's tonight, 8 o'clock. Become a member of BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use Bidenflation and save. The Glenn Back Program.